Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. Today, again, I want to start from the book of um, Ephesians in chapter 3. Just as a reminder, I will explain briefly that I get us into prayers. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That Christ then may dwell in your heart through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. So I can be filled with all the fullness of God. And the, one of the reasons I decided by the grace of God to on prayer this morning is to get the whole church praying. I know quite a number of people have been praying, but Sunday morning congregation should pray. And the amazing thing about this prayer is what it holds, which I explained last Sunday. I'll just quickly remind us. First, for your information, it wasn't the first time that Paul will encounter the Ephesians. He had been with the Ephesians in um, Acts chapter 19, remember? That was when the whole thing actually started. And that was the second time we visited them, really. But Acts 19 occasion was phenomenal. That was when he met 12 disciples, remember? We were not filled with the Spirit. And um, he asked them, Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believe? Now, for Paul, it was important if you were a Christian to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I hope you're following me. It was very important. And not just a routine thing of like, I'm filled. No. It should be evident on you that you are filled. There's something about the Holy Ghost that makes difference. That makes a man different from normal. I now don't know what he observed. But number one, he knew that they were Christians. They were born again. Paul knew that they were born again. Paul had been having conversation with them. And so he asked the question. So what prompted the question? What did he see? I don't know. But he knew that they were not. Look at how the Holy Ghost infilling. <laughs> and you remain the same. Oh, you know, definitely to bring persecution. 
there should be power. Is somebody hearing me? So he asked the question. And you know the rest of the story. He spoke to them. Because then he went to ask, so what kind of baptism then did you have? Because he just couldn't imagine that you would have been born again and you were baptized into what if you were born again. Is somebody following me? I want you to please take this very seriously. I'm really saying this from the bottom of my heart. Our Christianity is not going to be like it used to be anymore. And so what did he do? He talked to them and then baptized them in the name of Jesus. And he laid hands on them and the Bible says, come on, they were what? Filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, church. And they prophesied. You talk of the, the evidence of being filled. The rest of the story, he continued to explain the scripture to them. The word. The word. Opening their eyes to what they didn't see before. And things began to change all around them. And so much so that the school where they were gathered reacted. There'll be reaction. Hello? I said there'll be reaction. And if you try to please man, you will miss it. If you are the boss choice type, they will abuse you. If you are the gentle type, they will abuse you. So, where will you be comfortable? Be yourself. He said, John came, fasting, they abused him. I came, eating, you abused me. So, if your Christianity is to please man, you are beginning for what is not right. So, be yourself. How do you be yourself? Be yourself with the Holy Ghost. Let the Spirit make you what God wants you to be. Even as a pastor, it's not everybody that listens to you that believes everything you say. But you make sure that you're not trying to control. Make sure that you're speaking the word in all sincerity and love. I talked to myself just being a Christian. The end time. And what happened? They said there was great manifestation of grace and power. So much so that the people were running to throw their handkerchiefs on the body of Paul for miracles to happen. People were born again. People brought out their charms and cast them off. People began to imitate and mimic them because that was the folk. But God taught them a lesson. This issue was not entertainment. It was the power of God, as it were. So that was not... Ephesians chapter 3 wasn't the first time. So permit me then to say that Ephesians chapter 3 was a follow-up. You know what that means? Whatever God has committed to you, please follow it up. Don't get distracted along the line. Accolades of men, you must impress people. No. They will leave you anyway. But when God stands with you, men will keep coming. So at best, that was a follow-up. The whole of the letter was a follow-up. He was still teaching and explaining and revealing things to them. And permit me to remind you that 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 time in Ephesus when he was talking to the twelve, it was prayer. He said they were praying. Into what? Then he talked to them. He prayed with them. And that that was the beginning. 
He prayed with them and they were filled. That was the beginning. And you would have thought that Paul would stop praying. No, come on, in Ephesians, come on, chapter 3. He said that I may know him. He was still praying. That was quarter to departing. He was still praying. Remember at his encounter on the way to Damascus? He was taken into the city. And when God would send Ananias, he said, he is praying. It's in the it's in such a place, the street called Straight, in the house of Jesus, and he's praying. As a matter of fact, while he's praying, he has seen you. If you are filled with the Spirit, some things will happen. The beginning of every. So say, do not conform, be transformed. The beginning of your permanent transformation is praying in the Spirit. You don't want the distraction to remove you. Pray in the Spirit. You want to access everything God has given? Praying in the Spirit. I know, I, so you can begin to know where I'm going. I'm just talking about Paul. But Paul didn't just jump into it. Jesus did it. There are scriptures where Jesus prayed for himself. There are scriptures where he prayed for us. Time will not permit me. Get home and do your studies. But I'll give you one. In Luke chapter 6, you know, he was talking to, uh, 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 I think it was Peter. He says, see, I pray for you. That Satan doesn't save you. In John chapter 17, the whole chapter, he was praying for us. He had finished the work. God now has a people on earth. They were bothered in prayers. They were bothered in adoration, in revelation of the works of Christ. And yet he never stopped praying for them. From his lips. In John chapter 17, you see there in chapter 9, chapter 11, chapter 12, chapter 20. I don't want to open. Say, I'm praying for you. Say, Father, I'm praying for these ones. On one occasion, he said, I'm not praying for the world. I'm praying for these ones. We can preach all we want to preach about unity. Until we pray about it. I'm not saying the word. No, no, it's the word that gives us what we pray about anyway. It's the word that fuels our prayer. But until we pray about it. We can have seminars on prayers. It does not help until we actually pray. But it's true. We just have to pray. Remember in that Luke chapter 18? He said, Then Jesus told them a parable to the intent that men always ought to pray. Remember Paul in Ephesians chapter 5? Pray without season. And the interesting thing about what Luke said about Jesus' teaching there, he said, if men, if men will not pray, they will faint. If men will not pray, they will get distracted. If men will not pray, they will become cowardly. But I haven't said that. In the book of um, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, I think verse 4, many prayers are very vast, diverse. I think in Ephesians chapter 6, he said, pray with all kinds of prayers. So that tells you that you cannot limit it to, yeah. But watch this. He said, he who speaks in a tongue does what? Come on, help me, help me. Help me, help me, help me. Okay, when pastors talk in tongues, he edifies the church. No. I will show you where he talks about edifying the church. You have to pray in the spirit. And he's telling you that one sure and fast way is speaking tongues. 
you will edify yourself. What does that mean? You will energize yourself. What does that mean? You will empower yourself. In line with the prayers of Paul, that God will empower you with might in the inner man. Edifies himself. But he will prophesy. Come on, talk to me. Good. And I told them on Thursday. I said, you can't edify the church if you're not edified. Think about it. No, all this, I'm not dead here. See, even Bible said that. It's only when you speak in, when you prophesy. prophesy. Who are those who are prophesying? Are you disqualifying yourself? Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. So, praying in the spirit <laughs> is building your inner man. It's energizing your inner man. 14, verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue, ladies and gentlemen, there are diverse kinds of prayers, remember? But I want us to start by praying for the energizing of our inner man with might. That's why I'm coming here. And why? Because that's the source of everything. Time will not permit me. Get your strongs and open. He said, well, the, the might we are talking about here is both physical and moral. It says it dwells more on your ability than the power. It's a miracle-working power. This might we are talking about. The difference will be clear with one who is energized on the inside and one who is not. In fact, one who is not may be more eloquent. But the effects will be different. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. What prays when you pray in tongues? Your flesh? Come on, somebody shout. Let me hear you. Shout. Let me hear you. There's a prayer you can pray. Heaven will shake. You hit the heavens. There's a prayer you can pray. Hell will be decimated. Pray in tongues. If I pray in the tongue, my spirit prays. But my understanding is unfruitful. So Paul said, so what, what happened? He said, I will pray my understanding and I will pray in the spirit. I will pray in tongues. I will, I will sing. Not just praying. I will sing with my understanding. I will sing in the spirit. I will sing in tongues. Father, he was still explaining there. He said, wait a minute. I'm just trying to talk to, talk to the rascals who want to boast about everything and, and front themselves about everything. Who is, who, is, who is talking competition here? Said, let me tell you this. I pray in tongues more than all of you. One version says more than all of you put together. Can you see what I mean? What does that give you? It gets you to be energized in your inner man. The very prayer that Paul was praying for you and for me. When it comes to the issue of faith, listen to me well. It takes you to decide to do something. When it comes to the issue of faith. It takes your will. It takes you to, to clear your table to do something. It takes your will. There will be many, many important things. Many things of priorities. But it takes you to make a decision yourself. 
And when you begin to pray, he doesn't feel like anything is happening. Is somebody hearing me? But you begin, you just continue to pray. He says, look, I'm going to move the world for you. Okay. Father, thank you for moving the world. Yes, because your word says this. And then you move into Shakata, blah, It doesn't feel anything. You know what can I can call that? He said, that's starting in the natural. That's starting carnally. But your desire is the spirit. The more you go, the more you get in. Can you hear me? The more you go, the more you get in. By stripes you are healed. But your head is still banging. He said, but he says, by stripes I am healed. I thank you, Lord, because by your stripes I am healed. So a headache, I rebuke you. I claim my healing. I receive my healing. My headache is still there. So what are you doing? Are you lying? No. I am testifying to the fact that he's done it. And I'm praying to, for a manifestation of what he has done. The more you go, the less you focus on the headache and more in the spirit. In no time, the headache disappears. You start from where you are. Some people are saying, I want to live like Jesus. I mean, he lived his whole life, never sinned. That's all right. Does he expect me to live such a righteous life? Okay, yes, yes, yes. Holy life, yes, yes, yes. Is it possible? Yes. What with the struggles? It's normal. But it's possible. How? Your inner man. Let me tell you about Jesus. In the book of Isaiah chapter 11, look at verse 2. It said, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, what? The spirit of the Lord shall what? Rest upon him. The spirit of what? Wisdom. Wait, 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 wait. Is it just wisdom? No, 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 no. It is the spirit. Are you getting it? Even Jesus, it is the spirit. Okay. Spirit of wisdom and understanding. And then the spirit of what? Counsel. Uh, did I hear might? Did I hear might? You know what, he, what Strong says about might? He said, every conceivable miracle and works that God did falls under here. He said, it's not just even getting the work done, it's the capacity that is given. In the prayers of Paul, he said, he sent us more on the capacity for doing it. That's even Jesus. It takes the spirit of might. No wonder he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Something is turning around for you. In the name of Jesus, say something is turning around for me. Turning around for me. I'm, in, I'm empowered from within. By the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Can you see that? That's Jesus. Let me just read a bit of that for you. My top breakage kinder. So, what if you just get this spirit of might? Every other thing will fall in. Every other thing will fall in. From 11, it says it means strength, it means power. It depicts the nature, of course, mighty deeds. So, and that was before he was born. The spirit of might. In fact, one, Bible, one version says the spirit of fortitude. I look at fortitude in English. 
He said, it is all the courage and all the power you get or you need to face an adverse situation. It is that power that makes you look right into the eyes. Eyeball to eyeball with all the lies and the atrocities of the devil and yet you are still going. It is not natural. It's of the Holy Ghost. The part that never stops producing. That's Jesus. That was what Paul was praying for you. No, Pastor, that was Old Testament. Oh, no, go and look at the root words. Come, go and check it yourself. You'll discover they are the same thing. And if there's anything the devil is going to fight in your life, it's the spirit of might. You think it was a phone that says, uh uh-uh, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. You go in my name. This word includes authority. It includes moral power. It includes physical power. One explanation says, look, it, 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 it plays more on your will. I said, what do you mean? He said, he wears you. I said, wow. But I thought that your will is affected by God. When you have power, it affects your will. Then I'm reminded in the book of Philippians, say, it is God that works in time. We'll we- okay, settle that, right? Remember in the book of Acts chapter 4, the Bible said they were threatened. Remember this story. Then they went to their own company. Verse 31, from 31. Acts 4. They went to their company and reported the case. I mean, they were, they were shaken because they were threatened. That would be death. But see what happened. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was what? Come and talk to me. I can hear you. Say it again. Say it again. And they were all what? How? With the Holy Spirit. And what happened? Uh And they spoke the word of God with what? Can you see what I'm saying? The very thing that is threatening your life, the beginning that God will embolden you against it. The very thing. What you think is about to kill you, God will give you boldness against it. Now you can appreciate what happened when David went to the battlefield. He said, No, but Holy Ghost wasn't living inside of people. No, he comes from them for work. Come on. I see a turnaround for somebody in the name of Jesus. <laughs> if there's something to God, the Bible says you should keep what? Keep your heart with all diligence. How? What do you want to understand that to mean? Make sure that the Holy Ghost is forever there, powering you. Come on. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Do not be drunk with one way. But be filled. Be constantly filled with the Holy Ghost. What does that do? It constantly empowers you. Infusing you with boldness and will and power. In fact, and in another place, explain it. He said, look, He's talking about the vigor of God as against the spirit of cowardice. So God hasn't given you the spirit of fear, but of power. You know that power? Go check it again. Is this a might? I don't know what it is that you want to remove before the end of this year. Oh, it has bothered you. It is happening. And God is able to do. Yes. Exceedingly abundantly above. What you can ever what? And yet the Bible says we don't know how to pray as we ought. It takes who? The Holy Ghost! Can you see? And so what determines the 
according to the power that works in you. What determines the according to? What determines the extent? Energizing your inner man. Energizing your inner man. Hear the parable of this word. Said you only give them according to their abilities. This is talking more of when you say empower them, you say ability. Ability against sickness. Ability, capacity against poverty. Against fear. Against distraction. Against easily besetting sin. The power of the Holy Ghost, fortitude from within. My desire is that when we enter here, nobody can hide anything. The Spirit is open to everybody. Everybody is operating in the foot of the Spirit, in the gift of the Spirit. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see a better 2022. In the name of Jesus. Let me give you one more chance for one minute. What do you want to see done? Not until you pray. Prayer doesn't mean anything. I say it again. Not until you pray. Prayer doesn't mean anything. Doesn't do anything to you. Men can pray for you. Even when you see the miracle, bam! You still have to sustain yourself. Are you going to carry them inside you? They too have their challenges. They'll be nice that they are praying, they are, they are battling their own. You think they are praying for you at that time? Men will pray for you. Women will pray for you. But you got to pray yourself. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Glory be to God in the highest. I feel the excitement of 2022 already. Come on, give the Lord a big shout in the house. Come on, a big shout in the house. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.